You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 222, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Vaughn Worsley with you here. This is a really, really important episode. I I cannot say enough that this is something that I'm constantly working on within my own emotional intelligence. And this is something that I hope that you are constantly working on because if we do not work on this, it's going to wreak havoc, not only in business, but also in life. And so I want to talk about this today because a lot of us were raised with, um, I don't know if we were taught it, but I think you know, this whole seen and not heard idea that's pretty old fashioned, but also this don't show your emotions, don't be vulnerable. And not that during this episode, I want to go to the whole other end of the spectrum where people say, well, be absolutely vulnerable and emotionally vomit over everybody, because I think that's ridiculous too. What I do want to talk about today is the emotional intelligence that it takes to build a business and run a business and successfully lead a business while you may be in a season or time where your life is falling apart, your heart is falling apart, um, you've got things going on and you're grieving and like, how do you do that? Because I think so many, especially newer entrepreneurs, the moment life hits, the moment um, things start to go really bad, south, divorces happen, um, medical diagnosis, having to care for, like the moment life goes la vida loca, a lot of people give up on the idea of building a business and they just say, well, right now I've got so much going on that I can't add this to my plate. I need to just focus on my family or on this or on that. And I think that's a fallacy because at the end of the day, the best thing that you could ever do for your family is create the level of financial freedom and the level of life freedom that you can only have when you're running your own show. And that actually will help them more long-term than you giving up the dreams so that you can, you know, sit in the sadness and the pain and whatever else you're going through and just be in the drama of it. So what I want to talk about today is the fact that there really is this, and this is something that as entrepreneurs, especially we need to cultivate, there is, it is so important to feel the feeling, but not become the emotion. And listen, I'm a work in progress with this too. I, you know, I have really shitty days. I have, I have some days that are just, they are not fun to, to, to live in my head with. And, um, and I work really hard on those really shitty days to, uh, use a variety of techniques to feel better, to get to a better feeling place, to get to a better feeling vibration. And, you know, some days it works. And by the end of the day, I feel better. And some days it takes all day for that to work. Uh, So I at least go to bed feeling better. Other days it doesn't work. And so I'm just stuck in those emotions and, um, and reeling and not happy. But I want to share with you in today's episode, some truths that I've learned, especially on days when uh, I'm emotionally not in a great place and I can't seem to shift that vibration to a better feeling place. So I want to talk to you about that today. Uh, one note, I've got a new book that's coming up, <laughs> Rebuild Yourself and a 10-week program that also will be rolling out soon. 
And my books are starting to, you'll start to see them on Audible. Just recorded the second one on Audible. And so if you go to overcomingfreebooks.com, you can not only find all of my books, but you can find You Can Do Hard Things on Audible. Uh, Pretty soon, Love It Till It Lets You Go is going to be on Audible. I'm about to upload that today. And uh, Rebuild Yourself is going to be... I mean, there are so many books that, I, that I've written that I go, this is it. But I think Rebuild Yourself kind of takes, you can do hard things and own it and find your fire and love it till it lets you go. And it just gives you a power packed book about how do you rebuild your, your mindset? How do you rebuild your life? How do you rebuild you so that even in the future, when, when life storms come, you are not thrown to the ground by them. You're able to stand knowing that you have trained for this experience and for this day, and you are powerful beyond belief. So rebuild yourself is really all about that rebuilding you. And so is the 10 week program. So go to overcomingfearbooks.com. Check those out. Uh, go back consistently because I'm, I'm really on this kick of getting all of my books on Audible. I am an Audible snob, which means I don't want to listen to an Audible that's not narrated by the author. So I cannot be an Audible snob and not also make sure that I fulfill that with my own books. So you will see shortly a lot more books from me on Audible. All right, let's dive into the episode. Feel the feeling, but don't become the emotion. So here's a quote I want you to think about as we talk through today's episode. Feel the feeling, but don't become the emotion. Witness it, allow it, release it. Those three steps are super important, okay? When we talk about feeling the feeling, but not becoming the emotion, so often we allow our feelings to overcome us. We allow, we start to make our what we're feeling in the moment so much bigger than who we are or what our focus is or what our objective is. And then before long, we have actually, it's not just simply that we're feeling the, the, the feeling, but we've actually allowed ourselves to become the emotion. So it's one thing for me to feel sad It's another thing for me to be a sad person. It's one thing for me to feel angry. It's another thing for me to be an angry person. That's the difference between feeling the feeling and becoming the emotion. And so in this quote, when it says, feel the feeling, but don't become the emotion, witness it, allow it, release it. There are the steps that we have to constantly be working on, especially on shitty days where just the emotion is negative and overpowering, but you've got to remember, I need to witness it. I need to allow it. I need to release it. Here's the thing though, about these three steps, they sound really simple and they are simple, but they're not easy to implement when you're in the middle of feeling angry and resentful and hurt and betrayed and grieving. I mean, when you are feeling those really heavy negative emotions, it is hard to say to yourself, okay, let me witness, let me, let me witness, let me allow, let me release. You know, it's like something out of Super Soul Sunday, which is cute and everything. But when you're actually in those moments of feeling those really negative feelings, these are not easy things to implement. So I want you to keep a few things in mind. You are not witnessing an emotion that you're fighting against. You know, what I tend to do a lot when I feel really negative emotion is I go, you know, I say things to myself like, just get, get it together. You know, like get it, like stop this. This is ridiculous. Just get, so I'm not actually facing the emotion. I'm not even actually allowing myself to feel the emotion. 
I'm not witnessing it. I'm not sitting in the pain with it. And I'm not saying, okay, you have come to stay for a moment. I'm going to allow you to be like, just, okay, let me sit with you. This sucks, but let me sit with you. You've, you are not witnessing something you're fighting against. So if you're fighting against feeling a certain way on a certain day, you actually aren't even doing the first step of witnessing it. You're not allowing something you refuse to acknowledge and embrace. So you've got to be willing to sit with the emotion and just notice what it is doing right within you right now, witnessing it. But then you've got to allow it to be there for as long as it's going to be there. And that's hard for a lot of us because a lot of us overachievers uh, we're like, no, 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 I got stuff I got to do. Like, I can't sit up in here and be depressed. I, I have stuff I need to do. I, d- I just can't, like, I can't do that. But you're not allowing something you refuse to acknowledge and embrace. If you refuse to acknowledge it, if you refuse to invite that emotion, just like I talk about in my Overcoming Fear books, that emotion over for dinner and just let it be what it's going to be, If you don't acknowledge and embrace it, you're not allowing it. So you're not doing step two. And here's the thing. There is no releasing something that you continue to pretend isn't there. You can't release what you won't acknowledge and embrace. You can't release what you won't witness. You can't release what you won't allow. You are not releasing something if you are pretending like it's this elephant in the room that you don't feel is there. There is no releasing something that you continue to pretend isn't there. Now, now at the end of the day, this is not easy. I, I, I cannot emphasize enough that when I have crappy days and I can't shake the emotions of the crappy days, the things that I'm telling you, I'm also telling myself, and yet I can't shake the emotion. I can't get rid of it. I can't transform it. I can't shift it on those days. And so the only thing that I can do in times when my emotions are not shifting based on what I'm trying to introduce, whether I'm trying to introduce gratitude or prayer or singing or sitting out in the sun, when those things on those tactics aren't working, the only tactic that will work in that situation, and I'm speaking from my own personal experience with it, is sitting with the emotion and letting it be there, let letting it be what it is. Um, not saying much. I think that's also a strategy that I use. I notice that when I'm in a negative headspace, it is best for me not to open my mouth and like engage in arguments, which is my natural tendency in those moments. Like I just zip it. You know what I mean? I zip it because I know that I'm not coming from a good place. Number one. Uh, Number two, I know that anything I say from that negative space is not going to produce a good result. And number three, as long as I zip it, then I know I can get to the place of getting through the day. If I'm, even if I'm still sitting with the emotion, going to sleep, hopefully resetting my emotional vibration and then waking up in a better feeling place because I just allowed it to be there. I'm not fighting it. I'm just allowing it to be there. But at the same time, I'm not spreading the negativity around, if that makes sense. So your emotions can move through you but they have no place to go if you don't allow them through. And if you're pushing them away or you're trying to pretend like they don't exist, you're not actually allowing them to move through. And that's what leads typically to, to people who erupt like a volcano. I mean, I used to be the kind of person, 
and still, I mean, I think there's still a, a bit of me that's like that where I hold stuff in and I hold stuff in and then I hold stuff in and then I hold it in until I cannot take it anymore. And then I just explode, you know, I just erupt like a volcano. Now over time and with age, I've gotten better with that. I, even if I don't say to other people, like, here's what's bothering me and here's what the issue is. I still process it within myself. I don't suppress it within myself. I think about things. I journal things. I write things down. I speak out loud. I take a long shower. I get it out of my body because I know what it's doing inside of my body so that I don't erupt like a volcano. I let it breathe. Um, and then I let it move on its own terms so that it can go. But I want to get to a different point because so often we have all of these strategies, right, in our, our in our toolkit. We've got the gratitude journal and the taking a long walk and the deep breaths and the self-soothing techniques and the, you know, talk to your therapist and talk to, you know, don't necessarily talk to a friend when you're having shitty days because you're not coming from a good place and you don't want to spread the venom. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we have all of these strategies that are our go-to strategies. Take an Epsom salt bath. We have all of these strategies that we we have available to us when we're having shitty days. But here's what I really want to get to. Because on my last shitty day, I really learned this lesson and it was reinforced yet again. You could have 50 strategies that that are supposed to work at helping you to feel the emotion, but not become the emotion. And yet you still become the emotion and you sit in that negativity all day long. You just can't shake it. It doesn't go anywhere. You're upset. You're pissed. You're angry. You're resentful. A wound that you thought was already healed, that you'd already done forgiveness work on. Here it goes. It gets reopened and you're like, well, shit, I thought I'd healed that. Here's what I want to say to that. And this is really important because as an entrepreneur, you still have to run a business even though you're having shitty days and you still have to be successful in that business even when life is going to hell in a handbasket and you still have to find a way to serve your clients and your customers in a really powerful way even if your life is falling apart. I think it's really important that you know that this is the territory you've chosen. And I say all of that because I want you to, to just really take in what I'm about to say. We have to give ourselves permission to have shitty days and let the whole day be shitty. We literally have to give ourselves permission to go, okay, today is just not my day. I don't care why. I don't care. Like, it just doesn't even matter. At the end of the day, when you have a day where you're going, things, I just don't feel good today. And I don't like the way I feel. And I'm just bringing up all this old shit. And it really sucks. And as much as I want to move through it, I'm trying all of my techniques and none of this shit is working. Like none of this is working. This sucks. Then let it suck. Let it be what it is. I think far too often we are trying to um, make things what they are not when they're bad or they're negative or we're running from them or we're trying to, you know, I call it sugarcoating shit, you know, like just putting icing over shit. And we're trying to make it seem like we can just turn things around. And listen, there are some days where you will turn uh, negative emotions and negative feelings around quickly. But there are some days where you won't. There are some days where you'll sit in a funk all day long. And I don't know why we feel like we have to not do that. You know, I don't know why people feel like they're not entitled to grieve or 
or feel hurt or pain or be pissed off about something that happened 15 years ago all over again. It's not the being pissed off about something that happened 15 years ago that's the problem. It's the allowing the anger and the bitterness and the resentment to be suppressed within you to the point where you don't even deal with the emotion. So it's just festering on the inside of you. And listen, none of this is a one and done thing. Here's the thing about mastering emotional intelligence, especially as a business owner. Mastering emotional intelligence doesn't mean you are perfectly happy all of the time. And it doesn't mean that you're in a great mood all of the time. And it doesn't mean that gratitude is the thing that gets you into a good feeling place all of the time. It means when you have days that are really bad and old stuff comes up and wounds get reopened and you just are angry and mad about the things that have happened to you before today, you don't pretend like that's not true. You actually feel it. You sit with it. You go, okay, maybe I'm going to lose a ton of productivity today, but I'm going to do the best I can on my business. I'm going to do the kinds of tasks that I can do when I'm angry and pissed off. Because listen, there are tasks that you can do well when you're angry and pissed off. I'll give you an example. I was super angry and pissed off this last time all day long and hurt and grieving, um, and upset. And so I was not about writing blog posts that whole day. And I was not about recording podcast episodes of She Runs the Show that whole day. And I was not about writing a new book that whole day because I cannot produce when I feel that way. I can't produce creative content when I feel that way. But you know what I did? And you know what I could do for hours and hours upon end? is redo the the thumbnails for my YouTube videos, which is an item I've been needing to do for months at this point. And all of them, there are many, many videos at youtube.com forward slash Cassandra Vaughn TV. Please subscribe. I know I never say that. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash Cassandra Vaughn TV. Subscribe, because I'm going to be putting a lot of great stuff on there coming up soon. But I could sit on the couch with my laptop and I could create just, you know, in Canva, replicate, 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 replicate uh, the thumbnails and do what I need to do. So it's not like business has to stop when you're in a, a negative space. It's that you've got to know what business activities can I, can I do when I'm in a negative headspace, when I'm grieving, angry, pissed, whatever it is, and what kind of um, business activities really need to wait until I'm in a better feeling space. And so my business didn't have to stop because I was dealing with some, some emotions. My business continued, even though I was feeling some kind of way. But I know the difference between the kinds of tasks I can do when I'm in a negative headspace and the kind of tasks I really should not be doing from a negative headspace. And I say all of that to, to say, this is not about getting it perfect. This is not about never feeling negative emotion. You know, we live in a very numbed out society where people want to, you know, the moment negative emotion comes up, they want to numb it. They want to, they want to numb it with food. They want to numb it with alcohol. They want to numb it with drugs. They want to numb it with sex. They want to numb it with, you know, excessive workouts. I get it. I've done some of that, you know, working out four hours a day and, um, overworking, you know, working, being a workaholic as a way to not face what I need to face. Done it. Been there, done that. But here's what I'm going to say. We only do that numbing out stuff when we don't give ourselves permission to have bad days. 
And so I look on my desk is Norman Vincent Peale's book, The Power of Positive Thinking. I'm pretty sure I've done a past She Runs a Show episode on it. I totally believe in everything that's in that book. And I believe that you have to adopt an I don't believe attitude. I do believe that you have to pray and say, I am more than a conqueror. I do believe that affirmations are key to your success, but I also believe that there's gold in the bad days too, that the bad days um, allow you to become persistent and to build stamina and mental resiliency and strength. And that the bad days, especially when you can't shake them, they, they show you how to weather storms, even if the storm doesn't pass as soon as you want it to. So I think there are so many benefits to being able to do that. What am I saying at the end of the day? Feel the feeling, but don't become the emotion. Witness it, allow it, release it. You Just because you're angry doesn't mean you're an angry person. Just because you're bitter in this moment about something that happened 15 years ago doesn't mean you're a bitter person. You know, the same way, just because somebody is nice to somebody, you know, for five minutes at the post office or at the mall doesn't mean that they're a nice person. You know, somebody can be nice to their accountant, but be totally rude to everybody else, including the waiter, and they're not a nice person. So in the same way that it doesn't apply on the positive side, it also doesn't apply on the negative side. Just because you're angry doesn't mean you're an angry person. So feel the feeling, but don't become the emotion. And give yourself the room to witness the feeling, uh, to sit with the feeling, to allow the feeling to stay for as long as it needs to stay. And then to release it, because the only way you're actually going to release it is if you let the feeling move through you. If you become the the bottleneck to any of that moving through process, which involves witnessing and allowing and feeling, uh, if you become the bottleneck at any point in that moving through process, your emotion does not move through you. It just gets stuck inside of you. And that's where things become poisonous to you and they fester. You know, if I, if I'm resentful about something, I'm not going to discount myself and say, well, you don't have the right to still be resentful about that. No, I, maybe I do. And even if everybody else thinks I don't have the right to be resentful about something, that's how I'm feeling right now. So me acting like I don't have the right to feel the way I actually do feel in this moment is a total and complete waste of time because that is the way I feel right now. And that doesn't make it, uh, my, my truth of how I live my life, that doesn't make it uh, something that I need to spread to other people. But if I'm feeling resentful right now, I have every right to feel resentful right now. And I have every right to sit with it and to witness it and to say, why am I feeling resentful? Where is, is the sense of deprivation go that this resentment is coming from? Why do I feel taken for granted? Who is at the source of that? Probably me, but could be other people. And what do I need to do to just sit with the feeling of resentment and then allow it to go in its own time? And yeah, that's much harder work. That's why most people don't do it. Of course, it's much harder work. And yeah, it sucks to lose an entire day to feeling like shit. But you know what? You could lose years suppressing those feelings and you could lose a decade just allowing those kinds of really negative emotions to fester in your body and produce disease. You could lose life doing that. So rather than losing life and time and decades and years and all of this kind of stuff, just, you know, I mean, like it's never fun when the whole day is just horrible. And I sort of get the sense of, of things that cause me to not be able to take control emotionally on days like that, but it's different for everybody. 
So use every experience when you're having um, negative emotions. Use every exper experience to experiment and to start to figure out for you, what are the clues that you're, you're doing the downward spiral thing today? What are the things that led up to that? Very typically for me, it's not sleeping well the night before. Very typically. Very typically for me, it's overthinking. Overthinking stuff and like overthinking things that I cannot control. Uh, very typically for me, it's reliving the past, like just turning on the movie screen and just replaying that awful stuff over and over and over again. And so once I start to recognize that, sometimes I can turn it around. Sometimes I'm just replaying all freaking day long. And you know what? That's okay. That's okay. That's my point of this whole episode. If you want to build a business empire, you have to recognize that building a business empire is going to have some really tough moments in it, not just in business, but in life. And you're going to get thrown emotional curveballs. You're going to get gut punched by life. You're going to hit life storms. And so you can't just be like a turtle hiding under your shell every time things aren't perfect or they're not good feeling vibrations. You kind of got to deal with what's coming at you and what you're feeling. And so my point in all of this is, yeah, feel the feelings, witness them, allow them, release them, but don't become them and don't label yourself that way. Don't label like, why can't I just get over this? Why can't I, you know what? And I wrote this, I think I wrote this in Not Built to be Broken. So I wrote a few books where I've said this. I'm pretty sure the book where I said this the most was Not Built to be Broken. Do you know that there are some wounds that will never heal? I'm talking emotional. I'm sure physical that applies too, but you know, there are some things that have happened to you in your life that you will never fully heal from. And the sooner you get real with the fact that there are some things that never heal. I, I, I just can't stand when people goes, time heals all things. No, it doesn't. No, it does. There are some things you will never heal from. There are some, there are some losses that, that you will never be, you will never be who you were before that loss occurred. And you know what? That's okay. You still are a beautiful person and you still can be a magnificent entrepreneur and you still can run your show the way you want to. Just because you will never be the version of you that you were before that thing happened doesn't mean you can't be a more powerful, greater version of you after. You're just going to be different. You will not be who you thought you were going to be. And so the sooner we get real with the fact that you don't have to go back to whatever that normal is. As soon as you get real with the fact of welcome to the new normal, like here it is. This is the, this is me. Then you can start to do what I'm talking about in this episode. You can feel the feeling, but don't become the emotion. But so long as you keep replaying in your mind, like who I should have been, who I could have been, how this never happened to me. Like that's just a total waste of time in terms of thinking, feel that, sit with it, grieve, I'm not telling you ignore it, like grieve who you could have been had something never happened. Grieve it because it is a loss. You lost the you you would have been without that experience. However, once you're done grieving, also be grateful for the you you're now going to be because you are so much stronger and so much more resilient and wiser now that that thing has happened. You see the, like, the dichotomy of that? On the one hand, yes, grieve who you're never going to be. And on the other hand, celebrate who you now are because that person is stronger and wiser and better equipped for anything that comes in the future because of that experience. So that's what I want to say, because sometimes I have crappy days, like all day crappy days. 
And you know what? I'm just done with beating myself up about them. And I'm done with trying to like positive shift up. Like some days are just shitty. And you know what? That's okay. Because then you get a good night's rest. Uh, you know, you pray about it. You you weather the storm. And then you wake up the next day and you go, okay, I'm alive. I'm here. Let's Let's move forward. But you cannot move forward so long as you're repressing emotions that are still in you. And they're just like they're, they're, they're brewing like a volcano. There's no healing that. So again, feel the feeling, but don't become the emotion. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please share this with somebody, you know, needs to hear this. Who's sort of stewing and negativity right now. Share it with them and tell them, Hey, I, I thought about you. And so listen to this episode today. All right, everybody. I will talk to you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. Bye.